0: I'm very um, intrigued by Cure Medical and great um, uh, master in having life healthcare invest in your business. But perhaps you can explain from where you come to this point uh, where you're obviously at a, a great acceleration rate.
1: Thank you so much for, for, for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to your audience. Um, so yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a, a significant milestone for us as a, as, as a business um, you know, to, to have had the strategic partnership with Life Healthcare. So Cure Medical is a digital health um, you know, company that was started about three years ago, and um, we're based in, in South Africa. And our focus at the moment is providing hospital-level care for patients without them needing to leave home. Right, and we aspire to to build Africa's you know largest virtual hospital ward, if you if you if if you will, um, which but but one that goes beyond sort of the traditional model of telehealth, right? So we, we do a whole lot more than just log on. Let me speak to my doctor, right? We we bring all the essential elements of of of, of in hospital care to to the patient's home, and 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 very happy to unpack. Um, you know, um, in twenty eighteen when we first um, or you know, set up shop within South Africa, build the operations, building the technology. Um, you know, we've come a long way, we accepted our first patient um, you know, around June of last year and our first medical aid patient, to, you know, around October, we, we've since grown, you know, exponentially, both in terms of the number of doctors that are utilizing our platform, the number of medical aids that are reimbursing, um, you know, the service, but also in terms of reach, um, you know, we, we, we are predominantly in Hauden, um, but also have, um, offer a limited service in um, PE, East London, um, as well as Cape Town. And so um, we we really want to rapidly accelerate um, you know our, our model for really for, for two reasons, right? So one is healthcare is moving towards the home, you know, purely because that's um, that is not just the most convenient you know, place of care for patients, but it's also the most optimal environment, right? Um, all things considered. Uh, you know you've got lower risk of hospital acquired infections right Um, you've got uh, uh, it's it's a lot cheaper a lot more affordable um, because patients are a lot more mobile in their in their home environments they tend to recover uh, a lot faster they're in the presence of their loved ones and so if you are then able to make the experience of of that for the patients safe um, but also make the care of such high quality that it is not just only comparable to being in the in hospital space, but superior to conventional care. Um, then you have a winning formula in in, in in sort of driving care more and more away from brick and mortar facilities.
0: We've obviously got the strategic partnership with uh, Life Healthcare, but I'm assuming it doesn't limit you to just their patients. Number one, and then the second part to my question would be: Can you walk us through how it works? So. It's, and, I, and again, I think the differentiated between acute care patients and perhaps just the run-of-the-mill person who goes in but is not under any kind of sort of acute care um, uh, 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 management or monitoring.
1: So um, firstly, our services is, 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 is certainly not limited to, 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 to patients who are um, admitted to life healthcare hospitals or affiliated to life. It's open to, to everyone, right? Um, and my um, model really is, is, is simple right? So when patients are referred, um, you know, by their doctors to our hospital at home solution, we give them monitoring devices, which allows us to collect their health data minute by minute. We then have a 24-hour, seven days a week uh, monitoring site, where all of this patient data is then analyzed in real time and constantly by qualified healthcare professionals. Um, A patient's doctor can also access this monitoring platform so that they can easily manage um, the treatment plan um, for their specific patients. And, And because we're, we're monitoring patients every minute, right? The slightest change in their health data, whether it's heart rate or, you know, respiratory rate or temperature, we can pick this up immediately. As a result, we were able to, you know, prevent or at least get an early advance warning about any possible deterioration in time to get um, the patients um, you know, For them to kind of access the necessary healthcare, right, and for this we leverage our extensive, um, you know, e- um, emergency medical services network. But beyond, but we do beyond just the, the kind of monitoring with our sort of our, our wireless and um, monitoring technologies. But we we also use this real time data to provide, um, you know, uh, uh, I guess informed. Clinical interventions. So, um, in the same way that a patient in the context of a hospital would have, you know, their bloods taken or they'd have physiotherapy services, you know, provided for them at home. If they need oxygen, we provide that too. So we've identified all the essential elements that fundamentally contribute to the management of patients in the context of, of, of the hospital. And we've then brought all of those to the patients, in addition to the, the real-time monitoring. As previously highlighted, the patient in it doesn't matter where they are in the world they can then access in real time you know what is happening to their patients and what care are they getting and in addition to being these eyes in the patient's home we become the hands and ears in the patient's home.
0: Devices are interesting to me because we have obviously seen a boom in 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 medical devices you know that regulator well, usually use start. A lot of fitness people use them to to manage their fitness outcomes but as you know they, they track all these things so again is your device an agnostic device is it anyone anyone's device can be linked into a system or have you had to develop something that is bespoke to your 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 hardware and software that you've set up on the back end of your data system that you're using an important
1: consideration um, you know for us as a business is being able to deliver safe care. Now, what we've done is that we've, we've done something which is both brave and bold, and we focus on patients who we call acutely ill. And by acutely ill means that they would require, they would otherwise require hospitalization in a general ward in this case, right? And therefore it means that we can't just use any technology, right? A lot of these technologies, and of course, there's been a boom in in sort of wearable tech, but most of them are not clinical grade, all right? So we then use clinical grade, FDA-approved, CE-marked, SAPRA-approved technology devices to be able to monitor these patients. And and why that is important is that because we are not physically present in the room with the patients, we must be able to trust the data that we collect and that our systems then subsequently, you know, intelligently um, interpret, right? And this is why for us, we, we, we haven't gone out and you know just find any random sort of wearable device, right? But also, there's a you know where you get the technology, where you get the data is also particularly important. For example, while there's an increasing in the number of you know. Um, you know, technologies that allow you to monitor, you know, oxygen saturation, so that's the blood oxygen levels, right, on the wrist and on the skin, we find that they're not particularly sensitive. Those things are not reliable. And so for us, it's always important to make sure that the way in which data is collected, um, so the manner, but also the technology and the reliability of the data is something that that is particularly important for
0: us having interviewed quite a few of these medical device companies that that are working specifically in the medical space. And I guess the other thing is privacy of data and being sure that you can basically control that as well, that there is absolutely no way that, that that could ever be compromised.
1: One hundred percent. I mean, this is one of the reasons why you know we have got a, a star status team, right? That are experts um, in, in, in in kind of their skills of specialities. You know, um, we 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 are a sort of not just a purpose driven um, you know uh, organization, but patients are at the center of our care. You know, we don't want to be the next Facebook or WhatsApp, right? Um, we prioritize being able to provide good quality care to our patients. And part of an important consideration for us is being able to protect protect their, um, you know, their data. And so we've got people, um, you know, within our business who who really so focus is on this particular aspect, right, of, you know, privacy um, and, and and ensuring that our patient's data is, 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 is secure and only utilized for those particular purposes.
0: You mentioned... Um that this obviously people are becoming very aware of this term telemedicine. I mean, with COVID, telemedicine just got rocketed as we know, because they changed the medical regulations around remote um, consultation. So that obviously really gave a good push to the telemedicine industry. It really goes beyond, way beyond that. But I would hesitate to guess that it's it's gotta be a, a category that's hotting up. But you are one of the first remarkable leaders in this category. I mean, I, I know there is some action at a more micro level, I know some specialists who set up kind of their own little systems. But what 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 your company is really doing is on a on a scale scalable model, correct? And I would I would say that from what we can see, it is the first to market in terms of this in Southern Africa.
1: We're the first to move in Africa, by long shots. We are um, you know a few uh, a few year, you know months ahead, if not years ahead, than any other you know player, and we intend. to to keep moving at at, at that pace. We, you know, as a company, we are uh, pioneers of of this and other more exciting, you know, work will be, you know, um, releasing in in, in months to come, Um, but we remain to be market leaders in this space. And and I think part of that, right, is is because of, I think, who we are as individuals, Um, you know, it's, it's, we come second to none. I think, you know, that the nature of our personalities and our own personal achievements is such that we always wanna excel and, and we wouldn't be in this business and less you know, we, we were the best at it, not only the only players. Um, but um, but but you're right. You know, telemedicine, I guess telehealth more broadly is 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 is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a is a is a massive sort of area of 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 healthcare. Um, and, and I think it's, it's it's slowly evolving and developing as and when sort of I guess um, you know regulations become increasingly relaxed. You know, we we you know telephones being able to consult with patients on a telephone is one form of a sort of telemedicine consultation. But, you know, including this sort of video-based consultations, but the reality is that um, there's always been a limitation in understanding and being able to collect certain information about the patient in real time, right? So I'm able to make certain assumptions, but I don't really quite know what's happening to them physiologically. And that's a problem that we've solved as 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 an entity, right? Because now you've got additional data points. Right? And then for the patients for whom um, you know, the technology is not sufficient, there's a personal component to it in that we're able to deploy a member of our clinical team who'll be present to provide the necessary examination and care. Right, If a patient requires IV um, you know, intravenous medication or requires oxygen or requires physiotherapy, we can plug in some of those limitations of what technology does. Right? And, that, and I think that does, um, you know, it, gives, it gives patients a lot of comfort Right. But most importantly, it's it's it's, it allows us to play within the kind of tech space without necessarily removing the the, the very important human component.
0: And obviously, you know, one would assume and and I assume it in your business modeling that the long term, it will become more cost efficient because you're not using up unnecessary time or resources and the lags and, and and that both not just in hospitals, but also in specialist waiting rooms. Um, so they would better manage their their practices. So all in all, it should really produce a more cost effective model or up
1: We have already begun to demonstrate, you know, the sort of the cost effectiveness of this model. You know, the schemes that are associated with us have been able to enjoy significant savings. So if you had to compare the quality of care that we provide to patients relative to traditional in hospitalisation in a general ward, you know, you know, schemes and, and and the patients can save anything between, you know. Um, above 40s, right, through to 70% um, of the care, if you were to actually compare these patients, right? And so it's definitely a cost-effective model. But beyond just the cost-effectiveness, we've been able to demonstrate other Um, outcomes too, right, some other clinical outcomes, which includes um, things like shortened hospital stays, right, so if you compare how long patients stay within our care uh, in terms of their recovery, much shorter than they would um, in in a hospital, fewer readmissions, right, because we are able to intervene, given what's happening in the at-home environment, um, a lot more, I guess, effectively than, you know, um, than than one would in a context of a sort of in hospital environment, and of course Patient satisfaction with care is at an all-time high, right? Because patients are are getting the right care safely. It's of exceptional quality. They get the oversight of their doctors in the most convenient environment. I mean, and to top that off, they get to eat their own food. I mean, who wouldn't want? Who wouldn't want <laughs> to have
0: that? And right? and they have a trailable medical history that's all saved into the cloud. I think that you know one of the things uh, that you know digital innovation brings is really that ability to really now integrate um, medical record keeping, which again, in the in the past, if we all remember going to doctors and that you get bits and pieces here and there and whatever. So um, I, it's be a phenomenal thing. So if we wanna learn more about it, I know you have a, a website called curomedical.co.za, uh, which I know this is all the information. I, I guess that's probably the the go-to place for anyone who wants to find out more, hear more about the service.
1: So and in fact, I would dare say that if, if, if your medical aid does not reimburse Cura Medical, um they're probably doing something wrong and you need to insist right in providing care because what we've seen is that you know sometimes hospitals have been hot spots for transmission of of medication their transmission of of infections such as COVID. right you go in for a mere colonoscopy you end up in icu because you've contracted Mm -hmm. something sinister i'm not trying to discourage people from um you know from seeking care in traditional brick and mortar facilities but what we're trying to encourage rather is that if I need to be in hospital, I need to have earned to be, being in hospital, right? And if there's an alternative place of care that should be provided, and particularly if home could be that place, that should definitely be it. And so we do encourage, um, you know, um, more and more, you know, medical aids to reimburse. And for patients who wish to um, access our services, they could definitely go um, on our website, curomedical.co.za. And that's Cura with a Q. It's
0: a pleasure to speak to you. Really great to, to see this kind of uh, innovation activity and also the support. you know, I think that's that's really the important part of it, that you're also seeing the recognition and support early on in your startup. Um, certainly, I will watch with great interest, and maybe we'll catch up again in 2022, mid-2022, 2022 and see, <laughs> uh, I'm sure by then you'll really expanded into all those other territories, and you'll have lots of more stories to tell me. Thanks for your time.
1: Thank you for your time, and have a good afternoon.